For as long as I've known the NBA, it's been a stars league. But even among the stars, there's an exclusive club. Russell, Dr. J, Jordan, Kobe. They're all part of a select group that paved the way for the NBA superstar of today. And some even shared secrets with each other along the way. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Jackie McMullen, and this is the Icons Club. My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rollin' presented by FanDuel. Major season is here and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. friends and welcome to this golf podcast unlike any other oh yes my friends this is fairway Rollin', the golf podcast on the ringer podcast network i am your starter joe house joining me on the hotline he's here every week he is our pga tour correspondent Boots on the ground. Nathan Hubbard, the first tee's wide open. It's a two ball this week as we get ready for this gigantic match play event down in Austin. Let's go over to this tee, get a peg in the ground and get this thing going. Nate dog, it's match play week. How you doing? Well, I think I sound better uh, than last week. Sam Burns is a hoss. That's how I'm doing. I want to tell you, uh, all all credit goes to the fried egg guys, um, the shotgun start guys. They they're they're calling them Bermuda Burns, and there are some some attributes to his play 
He has six of the seven career top three finishes for Sam Burns have taken place on Bermuda grass greens. I mean, I walked with him playing POA down at Torrey Pines and he was, he missed the cut. He was not putting. He couldn't put those greens, period. He at the Florida swing, and this is just so we remember for next year, just yeah. get on a Sam Burns yeah, heater. That's what we, we got to do. When we get to Florida, because Florida is right. where it all where we where we get into the Bermuda hot and heavy. He tied for ninth at Bay Hill. He tied for he ended up tied for twenty sixth at the players, but he was um, yeah through fifty four holes tied for second and, yeah. and like a stroke or two behind and had had a chance to win that tournament unquestionably. And the I, defending champ at the Valspar goes yeah. out and defends like a defending champ. Yeah, th- that was that was something else. I mean. Look, what was so impressive to me was, don't forget, we had a Monday finish, right? And par- part of our you know, thesis going into this Valspar thing is like the guys that were on the leaderboard for that Monday finish at the players were guys that you, you might want to fade because of the sheer exhaustion of the whole thing. He was ahead of, of Cam Smith heading in to the final round. Yes. And he just, yeah, he, he was off. He shot a 76, I mean, 71, 76 in the third and fourth rounds. Plus four was definitely, you know, Hoagie also dropped a plus four and was in contention. But I mean, I'm aware. Was, I, had a, yeah, I, know, I had a ticket on him. Everybody else was under par that day. I mean, it was a terrible day. That was Monday, man. Yeah. And he calls the coach to come in. I mean, look, I'll be insert foot in mouth, I definitely faded Sam Burns this week because I just assumed that the grind of that entire week and bleeding into Monday was going to take something out of him. Hey, it took it out of the older guys. It took it out of Keegan Bradley. DJ, we thought maybe he's going to come in because he shot nine under. Hell no, DJ was no good. But some of these young, we forget that they're 25 years old. Yeah, it's a youth. And he be, He's just playing golf. Hey, just like... It ain't like he's trying to solve world crises. I mean, Adam Hadwin is the only guy who top 10 both weeks, but still it, it was Sam Burns and this performance was incredibly strong. He was helped out by the fact that Davis Riley did the absolutely predictable thing. Yes. And threw his own feces all over the course on the fifth hole, a par five that everybody was playing well, had the worst score of the week there. But, uh, he had JT in hot pursuit. Now we need to talk about JT. We're, we're gonna, but I do want to give shout out to Davis Riley because yes. he did make that eight on that par five. Fifth hole, was it? Yes, fifth hole. Yes. And it felt so familiar. That is how we make eights, Nathan. I mean, yes, it is. this is like, oh, I missed the. I uh, missed, I'm going to play up the other hole. Let's let go up, play to seven. up this way. Like, you know, I have an option still. I can re- recover scramble possibly into, into, uh, a, 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 at least just at, mo- at worst a bogey. And then it's just a compound the air, oh. compound, compound, compound. The, the air. shot tracker on that hole is so fantastic. Cause he's just in the absolute unknown. It's just tree outlines, unknown, Back to the tree outline, dropping in the tree outline. I mean, there just never once is he in a recognizable area for the shot tracker on the PGA Tour website. 
But to his immense credit, he battled back. Now, if, yeah. if I were him, I would get that shot tracker blown up like frame by frame and have that be art on my wall. Yeah. Um, just to, to play sort of, two you know, under from there was pretty good. Exactly. Exactly right. The shot in on 17 was a man's swing, too. Kudos to Neesmith also. Matthew yeah. Neesmith went out there um, and, you know, gave the all-time chill bro performance. He's like, if I win, that's great. My wife's going to get in the car with me. We're going to drive the next one. If I don't win, that's great. My wife's yeah. going to get in the car with me. We're going to drive off to the next. I love, I love Neesmith. Yeah. I, I mean, it, the fourth round was tough. He, he only hit 38% of his fairways, only half his greens. He lost over stroke putting. It, it was a tough, tough performance after a week in which he had like historic ball striking happening yeah. in these first three rounds. Uh, and and was gaining strokes putting and really seemed to be in control, certainly in the second and third rounds in particular, where he hit 90 plus percent of his fairways. So, uh, you know, a, gr a good week for a guy like that. And I, I think there was a, a good point. You know, we talked about this. Um, we've talked about this in some of the earlier tournaments where you could sort of tell that uh, on the earlier uh Florida, Florida swing tournaments that some of the guys who were in hot pursuit of the leaders, right? When at the Honda, Danny Berger, who is super content in his tour status has to go, doesn't have to, but elects to absolutely go for it on the par five, dunks it in the water and tumbles down the leaderboard. You could see somebody like Matthew Neesmith or Davis Riley being like, even Sahith Tagala, who finished T7 and had, had another top 10, but those guys being like, you know, am I really going to push as hard as I possibly can? Am I going to risk dumping my ball in the water, putting it in the penalty area here? Or am I really content with a second or third? Because it's going to lock me in for the rest of the year. If I finish second or third, if I drop down to 14th, I get, you know, way fewer FedEx Cup points. I don't get as much money. That is a baked in advantage sometimes when you've got a star like Thomas or Burns being chased by a guy like Riley or Neesmith. But I, I loved how they both hung in there and they both made birdies down the stretch when Sam Burns opened the door and made that bogey on 17 and JT sort of took himself out uh, early on in the round, although he made birdies on 13 and 14, but just wasn't able to really deliver the pressure that you might have expected a guy like that to do. So I, I thought that the action, the drama was great. And we do have to take our hat off to Davis Riley because to play two under from there, yeah, okay, so he made a bogey on 12. But the birdie on 17 was, I'm in the thick of this and I want to win this thing. Yes. And I, that that's what I uh, admired and, and enjoyed. And I like the connection between him and JT. Now let's go ahead and talk about JT. From your perspective, Justin Thomas, glass half full or glass half empty week? I struggle with this. A lot, House. I mean, he was first in shots gained tee to green this week again. And we have been talking now since a year ago, last summer, that the putter had been letting him down. Uh, you know, the, the, the fourth round, he lost strokes putting. But the rest of the week, the putter, well, the, the, the second and third rounds, the second round in particular, he almost had three strokes putting gained. The first and fourth rounds weren't awesome. It's letting him down. It's that it's that inconsistency. I do think more than ever, it's hard to win a golf tournament. I think this is the hardest time in the history of golf 
for a really good top 20 player in the world to win a golf tournament because there are there is so much parity. And so as much as I was getting ready to come on and be like, here we go again, you know, JT struggling to sort of close these things out when really, if you look at the leaderboard and the way that he's playing, this should be one that he pulls together. For me, I think you got to circle the hoop. You got to stay around the basket. And at some point, you're going to get a rebound and a putback. Forgive the cross sports metaphor, but you know what I'm saying, House. It's, this it's, is a good thing for JT. It's going to come. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. Now, one of the things that's worth calling to everyone's attention is JT in 2022 has been absolutely up to standard. He finished tied for fifth in Hawaii at the Century. Limited field, but still. Tied for 20th at, at Torrey. Tied for eighth in Phoenix. Mm. Solo sixth at Riv. His worst performance of the year was a tie for 33rd at the Players. And he really just, you know, after the what a lot of people I think would argue was perhaps the best performance of that championship, which was the Saturday afternoon round when he shot 69. Um, he's got no eight top tens in his last 12 starts. Yeah. And, and tie for third at the Valspar. But he's so, also not Kevin Streelman or yeah. Davis Riley. We expect it's the same conversation that we're starting to have about Rom, which well, is, hey, are we are we starting to have a conversation about Rom? I don't know. I mean, it's been a little while since they've won. And you're looking at your watch and you're looking at the historical stats and you go, Sam Burns has won three times in the last year. Why hasn't you, you know, so that's, that's where we are now. Rom should have been the player of the year. He played well enough to play. We be the player of the year. We agree. We agree on this, but you can see when you watch Rom playing out there, there is frustration building within him in the same way it's built with JT. JT okay. gave a bunch okay. of interviews that's, that's at the, the end of last compare. year. Okay. He won the players last year he and he called the, the year a failure because he that's didn't get the major that he wants. And he knows that he's not, he's struggling to keep up. Listen, even this week, 66 on Thursday, 66 Friday, 66 Saturday, 70 Sunday. It's playing a little bit harder, but there were a lot of guys who shot better than one under on Sunday in the moment when it mattered. J- JT could have won that tournament. He knows it. And, and at this point, it, you know, the stats tell us it's not about the physical skill. It's not about the touch. It's in between the ears now, and it's building up. He's putting a lot of pressure on himself. I, you, know, you and I are going to have a very, very interesting conversation about JT for the Masters because all of the data suggests here's a guy coming in super hot. He just has to hang around the hoop, hang around the target, circle the drain, whatever the fucking metaphor you want to use. <laughs> He's going to get a W here really soon. But man, if you've been picking him in one and dones for a while, you're pretty frustrated better at the moment. Well, I uh, am here to tell you that I... Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, live oh boy. bet, JT. Well, I wouldn't yeah, say live bet. Boy. Sunday morning before the, anybody was playing golf, he was okay. there at two to one. I'm like, oh, plus odds for JT. I like his odds the best because um, Sam Burns was like plus. He was just a little above even. And, yeah. I, you know, just the basic challenge of repeating. It was not a fate of Sam Burns. I adore Sam Burns. Yeah, he's he, he's he's my he was my number one draft pick on this season long fantasy thing. I thought JT that, was going to win this tournament. No doubt. So did I. This is, and I didn't bet a small amount on, on JT winning oh, this boy. tournament. But right. I so took, how do you feel? I feel fine. I took that loss. I took that, you know, the, the, you know, just, and really to me, it was 
the 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 culprit here was the putter. Yeah. And I took perhaps false confidence from how confident he looked with the putter on Saturday. He, yeah. he his stroke was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And he didn't get the first few first couple to fall. He had to hit the ball super close to the hole yesterday to get the ball to go in, you know, to get the yeah, birdies. But, that but he, he only had half his fairways and fewer than half his greens yesterday. So he didn't he didn't do himself any favors. And then when the putter wasn't there, it just it was an off day. But I it took was. the opportunity immediately last night to bet JT to win the Masters oh, at 14 to 1. Because I believe in JT as a as a legit viable threat to win the Masters. I listen, th- it, he absolutely is. We're going to learn a lot about Bryson this week, but he's coming back after a bunch of time off. Well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Is, well, do you really think he's going to play? Well, let's let's revisit it. Yes, I do. Okay. I right. do. Great. But, we think he's finally healthy. Yeah, I mean, I all of his Instagram live trick shot videos suggest <laughs> he can hit wedges with two hands. So I, I think that's all I think he needs. But I mean, look, coming into the Masters, there who who else is hotter than JT? Right? Rom just continues to perform well, so he's going to be. Fav- but like at this point, how do you really feel about Rory? DJ's outside of the top ten. There's going to be some Cam Smith buzz, but man, the Masters is another level. I mean. It's going to be hard to make a case for for a lot of other golfers coming into that tournament. I think Hideki's out with an injury. I'm sure he's going to try to play, but we're not betting Hideki. Well, I'll we? tell you the other bet that I made um, last night because I sat down and went through the odds. Like, is there any any value in here? And where and was I stumbled it? across Louis Oosthuizen at fifty five to one, and I fired so. Effing fast on Louis Oosthuizen at fifty-five to one. I can't begin to tell you why did you do this? Because because he's Louis Oosthuizen and it's a major. That's all. That's all. It's a and he's played very well at the Masters. Great yeah. track record. At the Masters love okay. the loves the Masters. Louis Oosthuizen. Okay, fifty-five to one. Come on. How do you feel about backdoor Brooks's six under yesterday to to get himself up to t twelve? Is that a sign of things potentially to come? Are no. you out on Brooks right now? I'm not, I'm not, I'm neither in nor out on Brooks. Brooks has proven inscrutable. We can't take any of the experience of mm. the first part of this year. And, and, and we really need to remind ourselves how important it is to wait until April the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th to see him on a golf course when it is not hurting go time in the majors. Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's like, even we try to talk ourselves into Brooks at, at the players and the, for sure, the weather really because of the it. odds, it really because of the odds. Cause we keep seeing him, the stage and the odds. Yeah. It was a very major kind of event. It was, yeah. a, had major effing money and yeah. major effing FedEx cup points. Yeah. I mean, we're not calling it a major, but, it was as close as you get. Now he he really was. It's not a Saudi golf event, but yeah, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. They told us a little bit about that Saudi golf league. Oh, we heard something. Greg Norman doesn't want us to talk about it. call it the Saudi golf league. Well, too bad. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, this this is the last time I think that we're really gonna have an indication of who's in form and and JT's in form. I mean, I don't know. So l- let's let's. Let's see how how this week goes. But we have a very interesting conundrum, which is 
you know, history says that JT is going to get one here any second. And so I think you're probably misspending if you don't lay why? something down on the kid. I just, yeah, why, why can't I, it be the masters? Yeah. Be, Look, it, you're, it, you're putting me on the spot here for too early prognostication yeah. for, for the masters. Who are you have your eye on? I mean, it's, it's a handful of guys. Yeah. I, I just, I think John Rahm's going to break through this year. It could be. It very well I, could I, be. I just, I think he wants it so bad. I think he's maniacally focused. I think he does not have the same between the ears issues that a few of the other potential contenders do. And he's fucking due. Plus 850. I don't like those odds. I hate Mor- the odds. Morikawa is 11 to 1. I don't like that. Oh, well, uh, but do you like do you like what we've seen from Morikawa the last couple of weeks? Colin Morikawa in Florida, <laughs> just a guy. Just a just guy. A guy. 74, just a guy. 73 this weekend. Finishes T68. I mean, he made the cut, but we're not seeing a lot of great things from the kid right now. I haven't had a chance to go back and do the deep dive on his full Florida resume. Now, he did win at the concession last year, right? Wasn't that the event that he won? Isn't that Garrick Higo? No, Garrick Higo won at Congaree. Oh, God, I'm fucking up the crazy It's okay. Courses. I mean, bo- both of those were, you know, uh, last-minute yes. insert into the schedule. Did I get that right? You did. did. He won the win? concession. Yes, the you're concession right. concession last year? Yes. So that's a Florida golf course, but he was not... So um, the question with with Morikawa, because the thing that is tiny bit unnerving, if you're a Morikawa truther, and, and I am, is he we we haven't seen just like slap around kind of performances out of him. You know what I mean? Like even when he's off, it's I have him in the same class as Rom. Even when Rom is off, Rom collects top twenties, top twenty fives. Rom's off is a is t twenty five, t two two t twenty second. Miscut at the players, T68 <laughs> this week. Yeah, so that's different. Now, well, I made 13 birdies this week. I mean, I, I don't love it right now. Would you say that the price of how dysfunctional the entire player's um, experience was, um, and it obviously affected each individual guy differently, Yeah, that you would just sort of say it, 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 um, it knocked... It's Colin a wash off of his right off his off of his um, even keel. And he's not really that phased by coming out to, to Innisbrook. He doesn't want to go beat his brains in at this hard golf course. Um, it may be that lumps. the wind fucked up some of the ball strikers. Answer was answer. Missed the cut. Yeah. Cam, Cam Smith ejected. Uh, m- maybe they just needed to, to take a little time. But I, I just I don't love it right now. I don't love it. Well, we're going to see him uh, this week. It's going to tell us a lot. Down at Austin. Maybe, maybe it will. Maybe it won't. I mean. If the wind blows, maybe it'll fuck with him. Yeah, right. I mean. He, he won the Open. Like, place. he doesn't hate the wind for crying out loud. Well, Nate, I'll remind you. The Open played like, uh, you know. Yes. Torrey Pines in, okay. in, in mid, mid, you know, mid-May. Okay. It was, it was extremely calm Open Championship. Okay. It was like a West Coast, California. Amex yeah. event, you know, yeah. out in Palm Springs kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, so let's just say the jury's still out on Colin Morikawa in the wind. That, Did, that's that's worth a good, that's worth a dive. Let's check out the best performance by, maybe was it the Scottish Open that he'd never uh, played before and then finished in the top five? Yeah. Getting that right? Yeah. I, th- th- maybe that's the one. We, we need to go back and do a little Colin Morikawa win homework. We'll do that for next week. 
<laughs> I'll tell you who we're not betting uh, for the Masters. And well, how do you feel about Sam Burns then coming in? Love him. Why not? What's what's not to love? Mm. Well, it's not in Florida, first of all. Yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't matter. There's just no reason to fade him. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Evernorth Health Services. Costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and Evernorth is doing everything in their power to make that possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that'll benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because they're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply this episode is brought to you by hotels.com i was traveling internationally last year i was in mallorca i didn't know the island well i said let me head to the north head towards the water let me go on hotels.com and see what they have available something preferably on the beach maybe even a gym not only did i get those things there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. All right. Look, let's save our thoughts here because we've got a little bit more uh, work to do to, to really pull this together. But you can see where we're lining up here. We like these young guns. We like these guys who have uh, some momentum coming into the tournament, which is exactly why somebody stupid like, I, you know, whatever, uh, Gary Woodland is going to win the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> right? This could be a zag, a zag year. I have one last question for you, and that is Victor has been on an absolute tear. And this week he cooled off a little bit. I'm also very, very interested to see how he does this week in Austin 
going head to head with Zalatoris. We're going we're to learn a little bit about his form coming into the Masters. Is he able to continue it? That, that's the question with these young guys. Can they just keep going? Because in our minds, we've gotten ourselves used to the, hey, they can build three, four weeks, then they need some time off. And you start to see, you know, there's this ebb and flow to the game. Rom seems to be avoiding that. Thomas seems to be avoiding that. Victor himself had been avoiding that. Mm, we got to see what his form looks like coming in. I'm super pissed, by the way, the ping pong balls bounced for this upcoming WGC event, this match play event, because I wanted to jump on Hovland and Zalatoris, and only one of them is going to come out of that group. Yeah. The, bumps the, the, me out. The bummer about the seeding is it's not Wimbledon style, right? The, the seeding for Texas is, for Austin, is world ranking, and you and I both know that Kevin Kisner in match play is way fucking scarier than his world ranking would suggest. And similarly, you know, you got DJ and Homa in the same group. DJ is maybe fading. Homa's maybe, so I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a, we'll get there. All right, Nate, I can tell you right now, it's going to take us uh, an inordinate amount of time to get through the brackets for the WGC. Yeah, it is. Uh, bracket challenge. But we cannot let this episode go by without, let's do two minutes on Greg Norman. And the, what is it called? What's he want us to call it? The Live Golf Invitational Series, also known as uh, the, the Saudi Golf League. So uh, <laughs> we got announced... eight events, lots yeah. of money. Eight events, lots of money. He, when is the first lawsuit going to get filed? That's the most important question because that's the dynamic that will chart the course for this whole thing. When's the first event? London? It is London and it's the week before the US Open, right? Yes. So that's when it's going to get filed. This whole okay. thing is a thirst trap for a lawsuit and he's going to dare the tour to deny somebody the right to go over and play. And when it happens, they're going to file a lawsuit and try to, uh, try to allege that the tour is a monopoly and that they're not allowed to block players from going over and doing that in other leagues. And that is Norman's strategy. All chips are in the middle. Do I have that wrong? I think you are absolutely right. I believe that we have two armies of lawyers assembled, that the papers are all done. I don't think that there's, you know, up to minute drafting any briefing that they're going to have to come up with. The lead plaintiff for the Live Golf Invitational Series is whose name? Which golfer's name appears on the lawsuit? Phil Mickelson. <laughs> That's not going to be the name. It is going to be the name. Phil Mickelson. Come on. Come up with, come, let's do a name. You don't want to call out anybody? I'll it's gonna, call out. Who? I think it's the Kokrak Crusher. I think it's going to be Jason Kokrak. Really? He's going to ask for permission. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, he will. He, he's fine with it because um, he's already qualified for the U.S. Open. He's fine. He will, he, he had that giant check waiting for him um, from this thing. He's been one of the most um, sort of open about his interest in this thing. So that would be my name. That would be my lead contender. Okay, I'll go with it. Okay, fine. Speaking of go with it, we have this enormous bracket to try and tackle and make some sense out of. It's very delicious. I'm very excited because we get some Wednesday golf this week. Let's jump onto the bracket, Nate. It's tournament time, baby. We are in the middle of March Madness. It's all brackets. All St. The time, Peter's baby. destroyed everything. And this week, we have the tour trying to piggyback off another sport in, in not too dissimilar from a way that they 
kind of make the Phoenix Open the Super Bowl, you know, lead-in thing. So that's fine that they're tagging onto another sport. I don't mind it. And we got 64 guys. We're missing Cam Smith because he he's over this shit, just wants to hang out with his mom. And do we're, some fishing. Yeah, we're missing Hideki, who's still got a back injury, which is going to play into Augusta for sure. Rory's out uh, because I think he's playing the Valero Texas Open. And, and now we got Sam Burns out. So, uh, but other than that, we got all the best players in the world. But what we know about this event, House, is that they seed these guys based on world ranking, but that is never the right way to think about this event. Last year, Horschel was a 30, 32. Scheffler was a 30. Scheffler's already up the board now as a number five seed. And 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 Horschel beat Scheffler in the final, but th- it's never the right way. You got to think more about momentum, right? Because it looks like an e- they pool these guys into A, B, C, and D based on their seeds. But an equal number it's slightly more for the A's, but mostly an equal number of guys who are A's, B's, C's, and D's end up winning their group of four, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the way it's played out. So how the fuck are we supposed to think about this? What it really means is that a a St. Peter's has as much of a chance as a Kentucky in the head-to-head matchups. It's it's too much to try and really prognosticate. I mean, I, I think the right approach to this thing is to get to your field of 16 and then bet on, on Friday uh, afternoon once all the dust has settled. Cause you know, trying, trying to forecast who's going to come out of these things um, out of these, go, these, these groups. I see. So we got to just go group by group here across the 16 groups then and say, based on momentum and what we know about the guys, who do we think's coming out? And then yeah. you bet from there. Yeah, that that's my view. I mean, that the, here's the thing, right? Like, um, a lot of the smart folks out there, analytics wise, have identified you know varying uh, stat categories that matter. Obviously, um, form is, is important. Strokes gained, you know, tee to green over the last 24 rounds has names like Will Zalatoris and Luke List and Justin Thomas. Yeah, some surprising names also. Uh, Russell Henley, Tom Hoagie. Sebastian Munoz. And then, you know, this is a Pete Dye course. It's a short course. So it's a positional Pete Dye course. Pete Dye specialists. In, it, that's right. So uh, Pete Dye specialists, Paul Casey, Shane Lowry, Siwoo, Bryson, Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris. Um, guys, if you t- that's just the Pete Dye, then you say, oh, what about, you know, guys who play good on shorter courses? Patrick Cantlay, Keegan. Keegan shows up on a bunch of these lists. Um, and then, you know, um, guys who are who are good putters. Kiz. You know, top 10 Bermuda putters. We would have had um, Sam Burns. Sam Burns in there, but he, he pulled out. Patrick Reed is on this list. Billy Horschel's yeah. on this list. Ty Hatton is on this list. Yeah. So, uh, and then you just look historically, you know, who, who's played um, great in, in this tournament, who has a good... Match play record. Kiz has the best record of anybody in this event, which is, you know. It's a very interesting draw because of that. We're going to get a JT Kiz match. And, 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 you know, the one of those two is going to go forward and the other is going to go home after three or three rounds. Or 
Leishman or List is going to take the cake. So let's let's go through the groups because I want to I want to hear your thoughts on you, you just gave us a lot of very interesting statistical categories that are that portend success here. We also have you know, two weeks before the Masters, we got these guys come in, they start on a Wednesday. There's a lot of golf to play. They, they, they want to get some rounds in. This is like iron sharpening iron here uh, to get ready for the... <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Shout out Mark Hubbard, iron sharpening iron. <laughs> to get ready for the Masters. Uh, so let's start with the first group, which is John Rahm, the number one seed, somehow getting stuck in a group with Patrick Reed on a course that's definitely going to help him because P. Reed has dropped to 23rd in the world. Cameron Young, an up-and-comer who's playing way better than 40th in the world. He's just only 40th because he was 400th, uh, you know, 12 months ago. And the aforementioned Munoz in a group. I mean, this is a dangerous group. Any one of the four guys on there can come out. Wouldn't surprise me. One bit. I mean, you you pick. Who do you want to advance? I'll I'll take Munoz. I'll take Munoz. Munoz just as like the guy that nobody would think. You know, um, he he's he's in excellent form. I, I don't like you know choosing between um, Rahm and Reed and Young. I don't. I just don't have a vibe for it. I, I guess I would slightly fade Young, but there's a lot of guys. Pat Mayo loves Cam Young coming out of this group. I think Patrick Reed is going to look at his match with Rom as Ryder Cup Redux. Oh. And, and as the m- match that he never got that he wanted. You like P. Reed. Let's I, do P. Reed. Because, I'm doing you know, P. He, Reed coming out of this group. He does have um, certain elements of, of uh, you know, his putting on, on this surface for sure is is up to speed. I'll, I'll do. I'll join you with P. Reed on this one. It's hard for me to believe he's. I know it's hard for me to believe he's going to play this shitty throughout the course of this. And 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 Patrick Reed is a Masters champion, and certainly you know is more concerned about that tournament than the earlier ones in the year. So that that's where I am on that one. Okay, fine. The winner of that bracket is going to play the winner of this bracket: Brooks Kepka, Shane Lowry, HV three and Eric Van Royen, otherwise known as EVR to us. Wow. I'm, I'm on Lowry. Yeah. Can he sustain it, though? He's been playing so well. Is it? He's one of the older guys that I get a little bit more worried about, but there he was, T12, last week after a really good performance at the players. It's just, can he keep this up? Good performance at the players, good performance at, at the Honda, T12 last week. And we have in our mind's eye, you know, a credible performance at the, the Ryder Cup. I mean, every Euro guy had their ass handed to them and has a losing record at the most Fair recent enough. Ryder Cup. Right. But, you know, he's got that taste. He's got that vibe. I, I'm on. I like Shane Lowry for this. All right. You like Shane Lowry coming out of this. We didn't love Brooks's sort of head to head here. I don't think Brooks gives a shit about this. I agree. I could not agree more. I couldn't get out of my mouth fast enough. And there's nobody in this group that pisses him off. So we're just not going to activate Agro Brooks. And it's Shane Lowry. All right. The next group is House. Extraordinarily interesting because we have finally returning to action. The uh, cultural influencer, the TikToker, the golf sway house man himself, Bryson DeChambeau. Fre- <laughs> fresh off lots of cool trick shots on the internet. Uh, and 
a whole host of merchandise plugs and all of the things that we know and love about BDC coming back for the first time in his master's tune-up. He's going, he got kind of a cakewalk of a group. He got Gooch. He got Lee Westwood, not playing very well. And he got Dick Bland, also not playing very well. Can Gooch take down DeChambeau? I, I don't see why not. I mean, Gooch has been on some leaderboards. He got his win in, in, the, in the fall. Yeah. Um, but he's still, you know, he's, he's shown um, a little bit of tenacity. We just saw him for half a minute at the players, didn't we? Was it the players that we saw him? Or was it the, the Honda? I, in, in recent memory... The Gooch has been up there and, and you know, c- competitive. I'm not, I'm not pulling it off the top of my head properly here. Um, but I, I don't have any problem. I, it, this is a fade Bryson for sure, right? Because anything that fe- doesn't feel right um, with him coming out, he's a WD. It just makes no sense for him to, to, to push if he's not 1,000% right. And if he's even halfway through, you know, Wednesday or 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 thursday or any ask any any part of the first three matches that, that something doesn't feel right well, he, i expect him to pull out yeah so the one thing i want to say about taylor gooch is he missed the cut at the players i think you're you're remembering what am I thinking of you're remembering an earlier event he he was hanging around the hoop i mean listen he's fourth in the comcast business top 10 so i mean you know he, he clearly has uh, uh, a, a a good track record so far this week or this this season, I, I I just haven't seen him play great as of late, and and so I'm a little I'm a little hesitant to go with Gooch. I, well, I don't. Are you going to do something with with Lee Westwood? I I'm not. No, I'm not going to do something with Lee Westwood. <laughs> I think I think Bryson's okay. Okay, so that's fine, right? If you if that's the that that might be the contrary in play, is to just say you that's know what, what we're I'm gonna doing. go we're gonna go with Bryson because he wouldn't play, and you you're a, a Bryson believer, he'll he'll be. What ready. do you mean I'm a Bryson? Oh yes, yes, yes. No, physically, I, be- I believe that he is. You know, there was no reason for him to do this one, especially with San Antonio being in Texas. I mean, it's not it's not Dallas, but he could get there. I, 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 there's no reason for him to do this unless he's feeling like he's ready. You, you know where Gooch played well? He played, he finished tied for seventh at the uh, Arnold Palmer. That's why. Where at I, API. I so. Yeah. And he shot a 77 on Sunday. Yeah. Because he was on the, he was up the leaderboard. That's exactly where and, and I And then he blew, him, he blew himself up. But he was cut yeah. at Genesis, cut at players, right? Yes. And he's got yeah. some top 20s since basically the RSM, which he won, right? So, look. Okay, okay. I'm a little anxious about it. Well, I mean, the reason to fade Bryson is because of the the injury risk, the injury concern. You just talked us out of it. Let's just put Bryson. Bryson's the one. We spent long enough on this group. Yeah, fine. Too long. Yeah. Too long. Yes, too long. long. Sorry. All right, next group. Look, we we, we got a big choice here because it's DJ, it's Max Homa, it's very high beta Matthew Wolf and Mackenzie Hughes. Yes. What are you doing? DJ. I think okay. he's he's ready. Um I don't think that that he was thrilled to be sitting home on Sunday this past weekend. Okay. Now, there was an unbelievable picture of him with his youngest kid laying on his chest and they're watching golf together. 
Um, so I, I, you know, I, I love that kind of stuff. I just, you know, he's ready to start channeling his good vibes. He's won here. He feels very comfortable here. Um, it's, it's time he, he's been in, 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 in quiet, sneaky, decent form lately. Right. I mean, he's been okay. I just thought, look, his last round of the players was great. I just didn't feel like he came out this week and, and capitalized on it. I would say Homa because he just beat the four play guys. Okay. Uh, in, in a, in a head to head scramble. Come on. But this to me feels like Mackenzie Hughes is going to come out of this group. So I'm picking Mackenzie Hughes because As a silent Canadian assassin. Yep. yep. I, I think the other guys are just, it's just going to be some weird match play shit that, that happens. Okay. Fine. What, what, what I'm extremely interested to hear you weigh on, on weigh in on is the Scheffler Fitzpatrick Fleetwood Poulter group. This is basically Ryder cup redux, right? Um, why wouldn't we play Scotty Scheffler? Because the A pool only wins 30% of the time. Well, didn't we just put uh, Mackenzie Hughes, a yeah. non-A player, in yeah. over the, top the re- of... Th- the reason is because finally Matthew Fitzpatrick seems to have picked up steam. Nah. And, and, and I, he, he closed with a 68. I'm not doing him. T5... Uh, this past week at Innsbruck. No, you're not doing he, him. He wet farted that ball from the fairway on 18 with the opportunity to to forestall the U.S. from from winning by the largest margin in Ryder Cup history. He's in the middle of the fairway on the 18th at Whistling Straits, and he hit it in the creek. I'm okay, out. I'm gonna hold that against him forever, at least right. in a match match play context. And That's Scotty wet, Scotty wet went to Texas. Swing. It's in Austin. He was runner up last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. He's obvious. Sometimes the obvious, it's Occam's razor, right? Sometimes the obvious answer is the right answer. Okay. Uh, Horschel, Peters, Hoagie, Minwoo Lee. <laughs> I mean, are we, am I going to be a moron and fade Horschel? I, it's hard to do, isn't it? He, his track record's too good. And then that gives us Horschel and Scheffler against each other in the next in the round. round of 16. Okay, Which fine. Is juicy. I'm sure I'll, you know everybody's on this. Fine, everybody's Moving enjoying on. it. Hattenberger, Siwoo, and the Beezer, who kind of let us down last week. Um, Berger and Siwoo both have bad records in 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 match play, notwithstanding Siwoo's affinity mm. for this thing. Um, Hatton has been very good form lately. He he shows up in all of the the top form things. Um. Can he maintain his enthusiasm for it throughout? I kind of want to do the Beezer. Okay. Okay. You all right with Beezer's that? Beezer's coming out. Yeah. Beezer's okay. coming out. We we need some lower seeds. Beezer's at 52. He's out. Um, Your favorite, Patrick Cantlay, Sung J.M., Seamus Power, who has just made his way into the top 50. Unbelievable. Really good. Really good run. And Keith Mitchell, who is at only 62, but but we know has been playing extraordinarily well. This is one of those momentum builders, isn't it? Because Sungjae's not been on his game. So Cantlay really showed me something at the Ryder Cup, and he um, has uh, gotten his rest over the last couple weeks. Yeah, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do Patrick for this one. Okay, I I would go contrarian and say Keith Mitchell just to just because I know like every top seat, but I think you're right that, that, that he's going to win at, well, we, at least we, coming out. We did a good of job of, of, of not picking on this side of it. Yeah. Be guys that are not all no, top you're right. seats. You're right. Cause then you're going to have Cantlay versus the Beezer. You assume Cantlay wins good. that. 
Pretty and you good. got Cantley versus winner of of Scheffler Horschel, which is a pretty good match. I'd like to see that match. That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. And Cantley, the the what he did against Bryson, that was basically a match play experience in the FedEx Cup playoffs here in the DC area at Caves Valley. And we trust him. Okay. I, th- I think we trust him. Okay, I'm in. Let's go okay. to the other half of the bracket and let's mow through this. Yes, let's mow. Morikawa, Kokrak, Sergio, Bobby McIntyre. Bobby McIntyre uh, showed us something last year. He won the group, his group last year. I know. With, with a lot more highly acclaimed players in, in the group. I'm, I'm on... Uh, I hate to say it. I, I, no. I really, I really no. want to do Sergio. I really <laughs> no. want to do Sergio. I really no. do want to do Sergio. That's the one we got to fade. All right, fine. I'll listen to you. This is one where I'll let you take the lead. I'll fade Sergio. This is like Baylor. Like Baylor, you can, Sergio's only getting action because of what he did a while ago, a year ago, not because of the state of his current game. That's why Baylor was the easy upset pick to lose to North Carolina. So not Sergio. Who do you not, like? Not Sergio. I mean, what do you see from Morikawa? We got real concerns from Morikawa if he doesn't win this group coming into the Masters. Although, do you? I well, don't, I, I won't. It I, won't. I hope his odds fall and we can bet him. Yeah, oh, that would be great. Yes. So what we would be rooting for is a knockout <laughs> in this round for Morikawa so we can jump on odds. Maybe they'll bounce up to mid-teens for us. Bobby McIntyre, baby. Bobby okay. McIntyre. Let's, let's, let's advance him. He let's showed us back something. to back. Let's do it. All right. Now he's going against miscut Abe Answer. Maybe still hurt Webb Simpson, Brian Harmon, and Bubba Watson. This is a hard pick here. I just wrote down Bubba. Okay. Who are you, who are you going to write down? I was looking at Brian Harmon because he played great this weekend. Yeah, and I, you know what? Uh, let's and write short down. guy course. Yeah, that we'd look. You know what? I feel like we had him in something. Did we put him really far up? We had the bulldog last year. I yeah, feel we like. did. We and did, he, and he vindicated it. Now we he didn't rode make it him to the final four. We yeah, rode him. We're back on the bulldog. Yes, yeah. Brian. That's Harmon. what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I like the form last week. I like this event for him. I like the course for him, and no I like this group. To Bubba. No, Me I like too. I like this group with with. Answer and Simpson not at their best, and Bubba, you know, doing Bubba things. All right, your Masters bet: Louis Ustazen, Paul Casey, Corey Connors, Alex Norin. Nobody's going to call this the group of death, but I think this is as hard a group to to forecast and get your arms around as any because Ustazen and Casey both have outstanding records um, in, in this format at this this venue. Uh, shockingly. You're about to give a Norin research. Well, because he is 11 and three at Austin Country Club since 2016, one of the best winning percentages of anyone in in this field. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's 57th in the world, but uh, he has two top five finishes over his last four starts. Okay. Norin coming out of this group. (laughs) I mean, it's a murder. Uh, Ushazen, Casey. And Connors, all of those guys, great, you know, the ball striking all by itself. And Casey was was very much in the mix for the for the players. Yeah, but that was kind of the extent to which that was mano y mano. He did not deliver, and we knew he wasn't going to deliver. All right, Norin. Yes. Xander Shoffley. This is the group of shit. 
Xander Schauffele, <laughs> Tony Finau, <laughs> Lucas Herbert, the same Lucas Herbert who went to a web event in August in Columbus, Georgia, instead of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And then he went and won in Bermuda. Yeah, I know. I know, he, but he, he showed he up to the care. web. Yeah, no, he doesn't care. And then he made his way out of that, he, even still. And then Kanaya, who, you know, was at one point, I think, the number one amateur in the world, um, has not blown us away with his PGA Tour starts just no, yet. No, no, no. no. Let's, let's go ahead. Let's, we got to keep moving. Uh, X. X going to give it to you. Fine. JT, Good. Kisner, Leishman, List. This is the most interesting group for me on the entire board. Luke List. Wow. <laughs> Fine. No, Zach, no, baby. no. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? It's JT or Kiz, isn't it? I, I think so. Although, because we think that in this dumbass format, Leishman's going to come out. But because we're going to get super hyped and, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know either. What do you think? Uh, we got to uh, pick Thomas or Kisner. Who wins the, who wins the group? Let's just I'm assume. Gonna, let's do JT. Okay. He's coming out. I mean, it's just super chalky and, and I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, list. T.D. Green has been outstanding. His his you know his his form um, is is really commendable. Okay, but J.T. has too many. He just checks too many boxes. It's hard right. to beat him up. And All kids, right. why we were gonna fade kids, so we're gonna lose. Fade. I mean, that's what's gonna happen. I know, I know. But we we're zagging. This is what we gotta do. That's we we gotta zag. We got three more groups. Thanks to everybody who's hung in this fucking long. Spieth, <laughs> Scott, Rose, Keegan, Bradley. Don't do it to me. You know I'm going to. Fuck. I, I honestly really do believe in Keegan Bradley. He was terrible last week. <laughs> I really do believe in him. He was so good at the, at the players. <laughs> Fine. You, Keegan. You, even though Speed's going to be comfortable in his home environment. and We've Adam's been through. Got... We've been waiting for this. Speed, okay. His record at this is not good. Okay, fine. Joaquin Neiman, Kevin Na, Russell Henley, Mav McNeely. The who gives a shit group. Um, I, let's, let's ride Jocko. Really? Who do you want to do? Isn't this you, your moment to like, don't you want to see Kevin Na walking okay. in putts? I do. Kevin Na it is. I just wrote him down. Kevin okay. Na. Fine. And we need somebody from that tier. Here's the last group uh, with one of the most interesting matches. Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Cam, I've made more money without winning on the PGA Tour than almost anybody in the world, Tringale, in history, not the world, in history. And Sepp, I'm more Waffle House than Hofbrau House Straka. <laughs> <laughs> what a group what a group is all you can say I think in match play Victor Hovland's wedge is going to be a problem this week around huh. this course he has an outstanding match play record in his life he does he has a lifelong well he won the, the USAM at Pebble well that's so a his, thing his match play record in life is very good. I'm just trying to talk you into Cam Tringali, but I believe no. that Victor Hovland's playing too good to not take coming out of this group because Will Zalatoris is going to miss a shorty in a head-to-head. No. Well, let me let me put this to you though. Will they insist? Won't there be some camaraderie there? Will will they? Well, the guy's going to insist that he make every two footer. They're going to be that- sweeping. sweeping? No, he's going to have to make some pressure putt on 16 from four or five feet. Wouldn't it be like a six foot? Yeah, so four to anything outside of five feet, I start feeling comfortable Mm. again with with, with This is going to be when they're going to turn the screws. They're going to make him do do it. You don't want to be 
So who are you going to do? Get out. Get out on that. Who, who do you want to do? I, it, we got to do Victor, don't we? Okay. Yeah, it's fine. He's too good. He's too good. He's he playing is so too good. Goddamn good. He's so good. Head to head, he's smiley. Yeah. Sep, yeah, this is like a nice guy group. Well, because Sepp Straka also super in in great form. Have a hard time fading Sepp Straka. Sepp Straka wins this this uh, little group. It would not surprise me one bit. Okay, it would surprise the shit out of me because okay. I think he's a guy who he he hasn't made the leap. He's there because of a win. In six months, he'll be back to 95th or 108th in the world, or maybe 12 months. I, I think he's a really good golfer, but I think he's a guy who's going to ebb and flow and peak and valley. And I think we, we've seen a peak. But Well, <laughs> speaking of peaks, the, I, we've reached our peak on this podcast. Thank who's going to win this thing? Uh, I will tell you who's going to win this thing. It's going to be Matthew Wolf. We already had him losing. He's not even coming <laughs> no, out. No, have... I'm going with the bulldog. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I'm going with the bulldog. Brian Harmon's going to win this. That's awesome. I love it. I have Patrick Cantlay. So everybody, you can can fade uh, accordingly. Um, Nate Dog, we are two weeks out from the Masters. Things are happening behind the scenes. We've advised everybody. You and I are physically going to be on the grounds. This will be... Not only the PGA Tour correspondent on the ground, but also House with his boots on the ground as well. And the podfather himself. So lots to look forward to. Mm. This is great. This this WGC occurring when it is gives us some Wednesday golf. So we don't have to wait till Thursday for the basketball to get started again. We're going to be in our bracket myths on, on Wednesday. And, you know, the, the, the push to the Masters is officially on, buddy. I am ready. You and I will be there in two weeks. It's going to be great. Until next time, my birdie buddies, please, in this beautiful spring weather, let's hit it straight out there. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.